Welcome to Grab Your Crowns Ministry. This is a weekly podcast. It's available on Wednesdays. We'll be building up your faith muscle through the teaching of God's Word. I am your host, Minister Arturo Rodriguez, and I truly hope that God has been moving in your life this week, that you're beginning stronger, that you'll be getting better in situations that where they used to where it used to be your downfall. Um, that you're not saying the same things that you used to, that you have been able to to speak words in life and you're able to just touch people's life that don't they don't quite know Jesus yet, but they can see Jesus in you. And I truly hope that's what's been going on in your life. This week's episode is Faith It Till You Make It. Say that with me one time. I need you to post it somewhere on social media. I need you to text it somebody today that's going through a hard time. Faith it till you make it. Before we start this week's episode, I'd like to go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we come to you right now. God, we come in with, with merciful hearts. God, with praise upon our lips, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the trials and the tribulations that we go through, God. We ask you to be with the ones that are fighting for their life right now on life support, God. The ones that have been life flighted, God, that you just touch them right now, God. We ask you to be with the Petty family right now, God. And you be with them right now, God. That you just comfort them in their time of need. God, we ask you that you just touch and move lives right now, Heavenly Father. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for saving us. We thank you for bringing us out of things, God. But right now, God, we ask you to work miracles in our life. God, we ask you to deal with the deal with the battles that we haven't even talked about. That we've been dealing with inside of our head, God. The ones that have been making us toss and turn at night. I'm not sure who I'm speaking to right now. But God, I ask you to be with us right now in this time. God, I ask you to cover, heal, and protect. And give us the strength we need to stand on our two feet, God. And profess the love that we have for you, God. Because it's because of you and only you that we're able to do the things that you've called us to do. And in your holy name, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. God, I'm so excited, y'all, for, for this day. And I've looked forward to, to sitting down and, 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 and having this time with y'all. I want to go to 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. 1 Peter chapter 9, verses 9 and 10. If you have God's word and will like God's word, give me an amen. Word of God says this, but you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as people, now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. This is 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. And let me get an amen. Faith it till you make it. I want to jump deep into this thing and I want to, I want to, I want to, I really want to break this down. But I got to tell you a little bit of a story about this, of how this came about today. Had a conversation with a man the other day. Um, I met him at a store and we just started talking. My wife always makes fun of me. She's like, you never meet a stranger. You can just talk to anybody. And I said, I I guess I can. Never really thought about it that way. 
as I as I start talking to this man, I realize that we have some similarities in our facial features. I'll put it that way. That man asked me, "Because did you did you have a a seizure or a stroke that paralyzed half your face?" And if you're anybody that knows me, they knows that that that's the insecurity that I have. Oh, come on. And at that time, it, it, it didn't upset me like it normally did. And I said, no, sir. I said, I was born this way. I said, if I may ask, I see that you and me are similar in that aspect. He said, yeah, you're right. He says, but I, I had a stroke. I'm paralyzed on my left side of my face. I said, will you mind telling me your story a little bit of, of, of what happened and how this came about? He said, yeah, I was, I was doing everything. I had everything I wanted in life. I was always that one that thought that if I got to this next level, that's where I'd be content at. If I had a little bit more money, I'd be content at. If I had a little bit of bigger house, I'd be content. I never wanted more. But what I realized when I was going through this is I wasn't happy. I was ugly to people. and I always seemed to, to have a scowl on my face. Just like I was always smelling something bad. I was always that way and people were just never want to come around me. But I had everything. He said it was then that I had a stroke. And God sat me on my back in a hospital bed. And I didn't know if I was going to make it. At this time as I was going through this. My marriage was in shambles. Yeah we had the big house and the big cars. And we had everything we needed. But we didn't have peace within us. We were arguing and fighting all the time. My kids were acting crazy. They were acting a fool. And all I was saying was like well we got this big house. So we made it. But I didn't realize how ugly I was on the inside about it. So God had to sit me down and humble me a little bit about this. But that's when I found my identity. That's when I found my purpose. It was when I was sitting there. Not knowing if I was going to make it. My wife came and was talking to me about, do we need to pull the plug? Do we, do we need to take you off life support? Do we, do we need to end this? My wife looked and said, no, I, he, he's still fighting. There's something going on differently. When, I walked in, when she walked into the room that day, she felt something different. Something that she ain't never felt before. a little bit closer let me, let, me, let me break this down for you a little bit she said no I need, I need for you to I need him to be here a little bit longer because something's going on in this room and I'm not sure what it is but I know he's going to come out of this so as as, as we are sitting there and, and I'm laying there and I'm looking up I realize that God is with me right there he's holding me He's touching my hand and saying that you can come out of this, my brother. You will come out of this, my son. Just hold on. 
Take refuge in what I'm telling you. I got you. And I know that this road is not going to be easy. I know it's going to be hard, but I got you. Don't worry about that. Let me deal with that right now. I just need you to stay with me. Come closer to me. And I'm going to fix that ugliness. I'm going to fix things inside you. The next day, my, as that night ends, my wife leaves and goes home and my eyes open up and I and I'm able to and I'm able to see and look around and saying and I'm able to talk. And that's kinda kinda funny because the nurse comes in and was like, How are you talking right now? How are you able to, to speak? That you're not on a this timeline that you're on. You're you you we just thought you were gonna die. You were just on your deathbed. And here you are. Talking. He says, I can't answer that question, but I know that I'm with the miracle worker. I'm here with the miracle worker. I'm here with something right now. Something's different in me. Mind you, I still can't move my left side. That's when I realized that I was paralyzed on my left side. I can only move my right hand. So as the days continued, my wife come in the next day and as the days continued, we continued to keep talking and say, you know, and we had to realize that I was ugly at times and I had to apologize and say, honey, I'm here and God's with me. And for me to say that, that I'm walking with God now, she looked at me kind of funny and she says, he said, I said, but yeah, but I'm, I'm walking with him now. Jesus brought me out of this. And I'm staying true to this. I don't care what these hospital bills say. I don't care what these doctors say. I'm going to be able to walk again and talk again. And talk like I used to. I know it may be looking ugly right now. Because half of my face ain't working right. And my half of my body ain't working right. But I'm coming out better on this. We prayed. Then me and my wife started praying together. And. And we started seeing that I, I had some receipts that I can recall that I knew then that I can that 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 I can take and turn in. So I got the receipts for this, and I'm going to show you my receipts. But before I get to my receipts, I got to let you know that I've been through some physical therapy, and it may not have looked the best. It might not have always looked right as I was moving my, as I was regaining, learning how to walk and how to talk and moving in a way that I was trying to regain my mobility in my limbs. Mind you, my right side is perfectly good, but my left side's hurting. My left side, I can't feel, but. People used to walk by me and be like, man, what's that man doing? He looked like he's trying to throw an overhand right, but he ain't even looking like that. It's not, it's, it's not connecting like it's supposed to. But I didn't care what when they walked by what they said. I didn't care what my physical therapist said, you know, that you need to take it easy. No, I need to keep on pushing. I got to let my body adapt to what I'm doing. I can't just sit back and let idle. No, I got to go think because God is telling me I need to move this way. He needs me. I need to move in a direct, in a, in a specific pattern for him. And he need, I need to move in an exact, exact way for him. Well, I asked this man, I said, well, how long has it been since you've been you know, dealing with the, the 
dealing with the, the effects of this stroke. I've been dealing with it for about a year now. He says, now I'm able to walk. I'm able to use my limb right. I'm able to, 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 to move. The only thing I have right now left is my face. I can't, it can't seem to get corrected yet. And I say, well, does that bother you now? He says, no, it doesn't bother me because I don't care about it. He says, I have an inner peace in my heart. I have an inner peace in my life right now. So it doesn't matter to me what, what, I, what I have to go through. Because I went through the worst part of it. I went through the worst of it. I went from, from being on my deathbed to being able to talk. And now the best part of all of it, that I'm able to walk with Jesus. And now my marriage is being fulfilled because we have God in the middle of this. I talked about a second ago that he said, I got some receipts. And when in these receipts, it shows that no matter what you go through and no matter what you do, you're able to come out better on the other side of it. You said, well, what you talking about, preacher? We go through a receipt called Psalms 84, verse 11 says, For the Lord, God is our sun and our shield. He gives us the grace and the glory. The Lord with will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. I want to go back and I have another receipt that I want to turn into you right now. I want to be in Deuteronomy 3, chapter 8. I mean, in Deuteronomy 31, verse 8 says, Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither no, He will neither fail you nor abandon you. And I said, oh God, you got to keep on coming on with this. Well, I got another receipt that I want to turn into you. I want you to understand a couple of things with you. Well, I'm going to Matthew chapter 6, verse 36. It says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything that you need. You said, oh, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but I think I got another receipt that I want to turn into you. And it's going to be in Psalms 46, right around verse 1. It says, God is our refuge and our strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. Let me read that for you one more time because I don't think you understand what this man has came through. It says, God is our refuge and our strength. Always ready to help in the times of trouble. Oh, I'm not saying that's not what you want to try to do. Okay, let me show you something else right quick. I want to turn another receipt and I want to go through John chapter 10, verse 10. It says, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I know I used to be ugly, but now I'm not. You may have to keep looking at my face because I'm showing you what everything else can do. You look at one thing, I'm looking at everything that God has done in my life. He said, I got some receipts for you. I got some things I can turn in to show that God is still great with me. Oh, I want to go through Psalms 37 right now, right around verse 4. It says, take delight in the Lord. He will give you your heart's desires. He says, no matter what you go through, I've got some things to get you through what you're going through. Yeah, I know that stroke may have knocked you down. Yeah, I know that trouble that you're going with right now may be exactly what you thought it was going to be. I know that that hardship is hard. I know that worship is getting kind of weak. I know that you need to stand up on the foundation that we have been building with you. I know that you need to touch and someone say, God, I know why you got me covered in every different which way than what I got. 
God, I know that I'm turning in some receipts in right now. You said you ain't going to leave me, God. I know you're going to stand with me and you're going to touch me in the time that I need you to be touched the exact most. I know that no matter what I go through, that you're going to be here with me. I know that you're not going to let this kill me. And I know it may not be looking, I know it looks bleak on my side. I'm not sure if I'm going to make it through this night. But you say it will come. The joy will come in the morning that this will not last forever. God said, I'm going to bring you up out when I bring the sun up out, out this. He's like when Jesus is in that tomb, he said, I'm going to bring my son about this with all power in his hands and I'm speaking life right now to somebody that you think you may be dead right now but I'm going to speak some life into you right now that no matter what you're going through God has got this covered I know what the doctors may say but he's in a miracle working business he they keep practicing medicine he is the one that can make everything happen he's the one that can turn things around exactly for this is why we go into the prayer room this is why we go down on our knees this is why we lay on our face when we pray and say, God, this is where I need you. This is the reason why we throw our hands up in the air because we know that God has got us covered in this. God, we give it all to you. We surrender it to you, God. We take our hands off it. We will have you to put your hands on it, God. I know that your will will be done in our lives, God. We need you to sit down this ugliness, this meanness, God. We need you to step into these communities right now where they're shooting each other, God, where they're killing each other, God. We need you to step in right now. We need to step back and we need to put you in the place of everything else that we have been idolizing and worshiping. Yeah, I'm going to say it now. You get mad at me. You want to. We've been doing some things that we shouldn't have been doing. This is where we got to put God in the middle of this. We need to continue to keep texting people and telling people that we love them. We need to continue to make things right in relationships that are not wrong. We need to continue to keep pushing in a way that God can work in it. And it's when we take ourselves out of it and put God in it, this is when things work right now. And this is what I'm telling you right now, that my Jesus gives some receipts. We went through Psalms and Deuteronomy and Matthew and John and Mark and we went all the way down and said, I can think, I can fix everything. I'm not going to leave you. I'll give you seven different scriptures for every day of this week. Now, I know you may be leaking, you may be doing week on Monday. You may be work on Tuesday. You may be week on Wednesday. We may be weak every single day of this week, but I guarantee you what, God is not leaving you right now. He's going to see you through this storm. He's going to see you through this diagnosis. He's going to see you right now in the ugliness of what you may be going through. In this mess that you are going through, God is going be with you right here with it. And I don't care if you think I be talking kind of funny. I be acting kind of funny. I don't act the same way as everybody else because I know that my God has something doing in me. He's doing something different in me. I'm going to speak life into someone's life today right now. I see you're going to speak about you're going to get up out that grave. You're going to get up out that tomb and we're going to move in a different way for Jesus. I'm passionate about it. I love it. I love my God because when I was on my deathbed, when I was knocked back, when my life was in shambles, I know where to turn to to pick up all the pieces. I know he was able to move in that way with me and make me a better way. Yeah, people said some things about me. It doesn't matter what they said about me. It's what my God says about me. My God says, you are saved, redeemed. You are the one I went and saw. I left the 99 and came and got you. You are worth saving. I went to the cross for you. He went to the cross for you. He went to the cross for your kids, your wife, your spouse, your husband, your brother, your sister, whoever you want to call. He went to the cross for them so that they could be reborn again. And what you got to do is take you out of the equation and put God in and let you love them just the way that God loved you. 
I know it's hard to do at times. I know it's not the prettiest at times. I know it sucks at times. But at times like that, when you're going through your hell, you got to put your hands up and praise God. And say, God, I have you right here with me. You brought me up out this situation. I'm laying next to my loved one in this hospital bed, God. I need you to continue to be with me. We ain't going to fake it till we make it. We're going to have faith in it until we make it. God, I ask you to put the faith in us right now that our faith has been going so up higher, God, and I thank you for what you're doing inside of our life right now, God. I thank you, God. It's the faith until we make it, God. We got the faith in you. You went to the cross for us. You hung for us, God. And then three days later, you were about that tomb, God. And right now, God, we are maybe in a tomb or in a womb right now, God, but I know that you are working in us. Our foundation is strong in us. And I ask that you to step up on right now and say, God, I give you all the glory, all the strength, God. Because one of that ugliest times, God, when I want to send an ugly text out, God, you stop me and say, no, you need to send the love out. You need to show love just like I showed you when you were at your ugliest. You need to be with the one right now that created you that said, yes, you are perfect in every way. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they do to you. I don't. It does not matter what they do to you. Let me repeat that to you one more time. It does not matter what they do to you. You continue to show them love. It's because of God's grace and mercy that you are here today. The liquor should have killed you. That jail sentence, you should still be in jail. You should have been put underneath the jail. Those pills that you've taken, the meth that you smoked, that joint that you smoked, everything that you done should have taken your life but here you are and this is where we need strong on the strong foundation yeah, yeah I am a Bible thumper I read this Bible and this Bible, this Bible quenches my thirst it quenches my hunger when I'm hungry I can just go to God and say God I need you to fill me up I need you to quench my thirst God because I need you in my life right now when I feel like running away and not dealing with this God says no you need to stand right here in this mess you need to stand right here in this storm because I got you covered and I told you back in Matthew and Psalms and John and Mark and it says you're right there in Deuteronomy. I got you every different which way. It don't matter which day of the week you're going through it. I got you. He's, I'm going to cover you through this thing. We speak life into things. It's we're going to have faith it until you make it. Say that with me one more time. And I really want you to understand that. Faith it till you make it. And I thank you, God, for this day. I thank you for these troubles that we're going through. I thank you for the things that you're going through, God. And I want to go back to this real quick. I'm not trying to keep you too much longer. But I want to tell you, but you are. You knew have a new identity. You're not that old person that you were. If I can go back to 1 Peter right now, verses 9 and 10, I can tell you right now. You are the chosen people. You used to be. We're not, we don't live in the used to be. We live in the now. They're saying that now you are royal priests. A holy nation, God's very own. God's got you now. He's got you covered three different which ways you want to look at. He hit you with that trifecta. He hit you with that Steph Curry three. He got you covered with all three. He says, I got you. Don't even worry about it. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. He has called out to the darkness into his wonderful light. He brought you out of all that darkness that you were in. He said, you got to have faith in it until you make it. Say that with me again. Faith it until you make it. I'm again, I'm not trying to keep it once you had no identity, but now you have identity as God's people. You didn't have any mercy before. Now you receive God's mercy. And His mercy is the one that truly matters. His mercy is the one that you need. 
You have an identity in God. As I finish this conversation up with this man, he says, I have an identity. I identify as God's son, as God's child. I used to worry about how to pay all these doctor bills. And God says, I got this covered with you. He says, obviously, because times are still hard. He says, but I have a joy in my heart. I have a joy in my life. My, my kids have, have came together closer. My, me and my spouse that haven't been this close in years. But it's because of God. Faith it till you make it. God, we come to you right now speaking life. Speaking the word of God into life. God, we thank you for everything you've done in our lives today. God, we have praise upon our lips. We worship you and give you all the honor and all the glory. It's because of you, God. They were able to stand firm in the foundation. You brought us out of the darkness. As the word said, that you brought us out of the darkness into your light. And that you will neither nor fail us or forsake us. God, and we thank you for that. We ask that you just continue to let us go higher with you today. Touch the ones right now, God, that are dealing with bereavement. Dealing with a diagnosis. Dealing with hardship. That the kids are acting up right now. That the marriage is not going exactly the way it should go. Dealing with the ones that are going through the suck part. Be with them right now. Comfort them. And guide them. And in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. God, I thank y'all so much every day for coming together once more. For prayer and praise reports, please text 208-906-9742. For praise and prayer requests, please text 208-906-9742. Faith it till you make it. Stay with Jesus in the middle of your storm, in the middle of your mess. Stay with it. Have your faith in God. Faith it till you make it. I thank y'all. And until next week, Lord willing, be blessed and stay blessed.